For GateWorld.net, I'm Darren Sumner. David Reed and I are here with Mr. Corin Nemec. Jonas Quinn on Stargate SG-1. Thanks for uh, being with us today. Yeah, right on. What's up, GateWorld? All you <laughs> yeah, GateWorlders. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy GateWorlders. Let's start off by going back to your original casting as Jonas back in uh, late season five of the show. Yeah. Um, the the casting uh, the, the casting process actually for you know for me for Stargate was really cool because uh, uh, I didn't have to audition for it, oh, yeah. <laughs> which was surprising. I mean, it wasn't like you know I, I it was a right place, right time moment, you know. Nice. Uh, and uh, I was uh, actually at the MGM. Um, uh, they, they don't they don't have studios anymore, but I was at their you know where their their offices are, and I was auditioning for this little independent film. And I was out in a courtyard area, just uh, you know, just rehearsing my dialogue and everything. And the, and the casting people from Stargate walked by, and, and they knew me from previous stuff, and you know, and uh, and they just stopped, and we got a chat for a little bit, and, and they were like, "Guy, he looks so much like Heath Ledger." <laughs> you know what I mean? They're like, and they're looking at each other, like, yeah, God, yeah, God, do you look like you touch? Yeah, you look like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially yeah. the way you're And they're like, you know, now. they're like, you know, we just got today, we just got in today, we got this uh, this part for uh, the show called Stargate. You know, they're having a new uh, a new series regular on it. You know, you just you just be awesome for it. You, you know, you look like you'd be perfect. And they literally had just gotten it that day. They were just starting to talk about, you know, casting. And so, uh, uh, you know, at the time, I was in there going to audition for a little independent film that was probably going to pay a hundred bucks a day. <laughs> I'm like, am I interested? <laughs> you kidding? <laughs> you know, so it was really, it was really cool. And uh, and so they, you know, sent some tape over, you know, some of my real, you know, of my work that I'd done and everything. And uh, uh, they sent it up here to Vancouver. And uh, the, you know, the guys, Brad Wright and all them, checked it out. And and you know, it, it worked out. You know, it really, it worked out great. It was really cool. Really, really cool. So when you look back on that experience now, the, the whole season that you spent there, and you did a few, uh, you did an episode before and a few episodes after. Um, what stands out in your mind when you remember Stargate? Um, really, I think it, just the the. It's interesting because working on Stargate, it's like it's it's as cool as the show is to watch. You know, it's like. The, the, the whole adventure of it, all the adventures that you go on, the, 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 uh, the, the uh, obstacles that you have to get over, the, the predicaments that you get caught in, uh, uh, the great writing, the dialogue, the, 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 the different relationships. You know, it's just like, uh, you know, what I remember is it's like, I feel like I was on SG-1. You know what I mean? It's like, as, as silly as that sounds, it's like, that's what it feels like because you, you know, you film all of those scenes. You do all, everything that you watch in the show, you actually physically get to do. So it's like you've lived it in, in, in a, in, in a weird way, you know? I'm sure it's so, hard work working 12 to 14 hour days, but still it's fun playing Space Hero. Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, actually on this show, it's like the, there's such a well-oiled machine, uh, you know, 12 to 14, 12 hours is, is the average. Sometimes we'd even get out before 12 hours, and plus it's an ensemble cast, mm -hmm. so, you know, it fluctuates on how on how much time, you know, yeah. you, you spend on set. You know, yeah. if, you're, if your character's a principal character in that episode, you're going to be on set more, but you still might end up with a day off. Yeah. You know, so it's like, you know, it was it, it was pretty rare that, that, that every cast member shot every single day of every episode. You yeah. know what I mean? You were pretty dramatic in your change of physique. Was that your idea, or were you asked to get pumped? No, no, the the, uh, the physique change actually uh, was was my idea, and it, it came from, because when I did the, the last episode of season five, I was much trimmer, and, uh, but when I worked with, uh, uh, you know, with Chris Judge, number one, it's just seeing how big he is, is, you know what I mean? I realized that if I didn't bulk up that I was going to disappear on screen, you know what I mean? And, 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 and Richard Dean Anderson's like 6'3", you know what I mean? He's like a really tall guy and, and, uh, and, uh, 
you know, so it's like I, I just knew that, you know, with the cast being as, as big and as tall as, you know, as everybody is, you know, even Amanda Tapping, she's like 5'10 or whatever, you know, so it's like, uh, so uh, I, I knew that I just had to bulk up. So I spent the, the three the three or so months between when they wrapped that before when they started the, the season six, uh, drinking like, you know, four weight gainer shakes a day. I'd go to the gym twice a day. Wow. You know, I you yeah. know I, I'd go in the morning and the afternoon. Li- I mean, I literally was in the gym like almost six days a week practically. You know, uh, for that full three months, and and I put on, you know, like close to you know almost thirty like thirty like uh, twenty five pounds or something. Wow. You know, wow. you know, it was substantial. Yeah, yeah, it was huge. I mean, I I, I you know the clothes that I mean I went up you know like four pant size. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know, literally. You know, so uh, uh, so I, I put on all of that bulk, and it was funny because I bulked up for the show and everything, and then it took me, it took me like, like wow, I mean, it, it took me a while to like you know finally like get it off, you know what I mean? So it was just like uh-huh. once I trimmed back down to like what my what my, my weight pretty much was before going on to the show, everybody was like, "Are you sick? <laughs> Are you okay? You look so thin." I'm like. Yeah. Ch- check me out in everything I did previous to Stargate. <laughs> you know what I mean? I look exactly the same. <laughs> so you didn't like it that much to keep it on afterwards? Well, I just or? I didn't see the, the the point of it because as an actor, it's about versatility, and uh, mm-hmm. and and for me, the majority of the parts that I played didn't require uh, you know the necessity of that kind of bulk. And and now you know like you know mem- with memory muscle, it's like I can work out for three and a half weeks, and just like the difference you know in in, in how I look is just is crazy so i don't really worry about it too much you know what i mean it's like if i need to get big for something i can get big in the meantime i just like you know i i run a lot i stay healthy i keep you know keep myself trim and uh and like i guess what people call fighting shape you know what i mean fighting weight <laughs> now when you got on the show you and jonas both had a, a tremendous burden uh replacing a popular character a popular actor on the show uh, do you think that jonas was given a short shrift by fans no, actually, I think that, that uh, you know, initially the the initial backlash <clears throat> from from a very small core, uh, outspoken group of of of, uh, of the fandom, uh, you know, ha- had a vol- a bit of a volatile reaction, you know what I mean, to it, which is which is totally natural, yeah. you know what I mean. But but at the same time, it's like that's not my that that's not my line of work, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like you know, I'm an actor, yeah. I'm coming in to do my thing, and and. Uh, and and uh, so it wasn't challenging in that respect. And and, and inter- interestingly enough, uh, you know, I'd say you know 95 plus percent of uh, of of the, of the fan base, you know, grew to like the character and, and accepted the character overall. Especially by the time he's you know season six you know ended, mm-hmm. I think people were all pretty much like, ah, okay, I'm cool with that. You know what I mean? For the most part. And uh, uh, but. Uh, you know, coming in on, on the set and everything, it's like it could have been more difficult. Except that everybody is just so cool. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? All the actors and everybody, everybody is just so very welcoming. So, yeah, just so so welcoming and really just like laid back and and uh, and and uh, and also the, they wrote the character in really well. They gave a nice arc. You know what I mean? Where it's yeah. like the character had to like you know prove himself, and yeah. there was the yeah. the push and the pull of it Especially all. Especially the so, Colonel O'Neill. Yeah. So 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 they allowed that organic arc. To take place, which which also assisted in you know the development of the character mm-hmm. relationships and everything. You know, Jonas does definitely have his followers, though he has his fan base. Tell us about your interaction with those guys and gals. Yeah, the the fan base for you know I mean it's interesting. I think that, that the, uh, the the most extreme fan base for the for, for Jonas was uh, was the OJBs over in uh, in England and Europe, which was uh, the Order of Jonas's Banana. 
which is a it's a little phallic. But they used to they, they would show up at the conventions with capes on that says OJB on the back in yellow. And uh, and and they constantly, you know, gave me gifts of bananas and things that have to do with bananas and pictures of me, you know, superimposed as a banana. And, uh, you know what I mean? So, uh, in fact, uh, they gave me, uh, one time over in England, they brought me a, like, a 10-pound bag of, of uh, sponge banana candy. You know, those little spongy bananas, you know what I mean? Cool. There's like a 10-pound bag, you know? <laughs> and I'm just like, this is hilarious. Yeah. So, you know, that, that's probably the most, uh, on the most extreme side. Uh-huh. Yeah, but... Do you even uh, like bananas? Uh, well, the whole banana thing came from the, uh, an episode, uh, yeah. yeah, where I'm eating the it's banana in outer yeah. space and everything, which, which was, uh, uh, you know, the funny thing about that was like, uh, it, it, it came from the, the, the scene itself, which was just a scene of me and Tilk in an outer, in, in outer space having a conversation, you know, and it's like, I, I, I was walking around, I was like, dang, how can we make this scene interesting? It's like, I just like, there's got to be something, you know? <laughs> Fortunately, uh, um, uh, Peter DeLuise was directing that episode too, so I was like, I was over by craft service, and yeah. I'm just like standing there, I'm walking, I'm looking around, I, I just see a banana, I'm like, a banana in outer space. <laughs> you know? It's like, that's it, you know? It's like, in the middle of the conversation, he pulls out a banana, he starts eating the banana, at the so end of the conversation, him. he offers it to Teal. You know what I mean? He offers one or whatever. So I went yeah. to I went to Peter DeLuise with, you know what I mean, with the idea. You know, like ah, a banana in outer space. I like it, you know. So, so, so uh, it's right up Peter's alley. Yeah. So yeah. we shot it, and it just like you know, it just it just made something interesting out of what otherwise would have been a pretty standard, you know what I mean? Yeah. Flat. Two two guys talking scene. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, uh, so so out of that, it, and I do believe that I I'm probably the first banana in outer space. I think I might be <laughs> the first guy to ha- eat a banana in outer space in any film or television show. Known to man. There's a <laughs> So you did about uh, 26 episodes of the show. Uh, some you got to, to be featured in pretty prominently. Descent yep. and Prophecy. And yep. you, uh, you contributed the story for Fallout. Yeah. Uh, which episode really stands out in your mind or maybe part of an episode? Um, it, well, it's interesting because one of my favorite episodes is, is Nightwalker. You know, which which was yeah. you know more of a kind of an X Files ish mm-hmm. kind of you know feel, and uh, uh, it got the characters off you know off base. Still, you're yeah. still in the, in the U.S. and there was this kind of like you know real mysterious thing, and there was a lot of character development, some interesting scenes, and uh, uh, that that to me was actually one of my favorite episodes to shoot. Mm. Yeah. What can you tell us about uh, coming up with the story idea for Jonas's return and Fallout? Well, the Fallout, you know, it's like. Uh, um, uh, Brad Wright, Rob Cooper, all those guys—they're really, really cool guys. And uh, and they they said that they're you know they're always open to storylines. If I ever thought of anything, come to them, you know, and pitch mm. it and whatever. And like so, you know, I spent I, I spent a, a greater part of season six doing just that. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, yeah, Brad, it's me again. I got another idea for you. <laughs> you <know? laughs> what have I but, done? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I, I mean, I probably I probably might I might have pitched like five episodes, five you know possible storyline episode kind of things, and they gave me like you know they were really cool. They helped me. They gave me like you know like how their beat sheets look, how their uh-huh. you know how their pitches, you know how you pitch the the episode. They really they you were know serious. they yeah they they were really cool about it. And they get you know so I, I really like you know I got to you know I got so I could I could write them correctly. I could write the pitches correctly and everything. Mm-hmm. And and then uh, and then uh, uh, me and Rob Cooper beat around. A, a little bit of one of the stories, which became, you know, Fallout, mm-hmm. uh, which initially I, my working title for it was Deep Core because of, you know, like the core and all of that. So I just had a working title, you know what I mean? And uh, and so, you know, from that, it, it, you know what I mean? It, it, they, they they bought that story from me, which was really cool because uh, writing is, is like, you know, my second greatest passion. And, uh, and so to finally... Uh, 
get like a story credit and you know and get a little something out there as a writer was you know it was a big win for me was it first about the core did the gold come in later well no the the um i see if i remember correctly the original you know like kind of the original storyline that, that i had was was sort of like there, there was a, a coup happening at the same time you know what i mean that that uh, that daniel jackson's character gets caught up in and while i'm stuck you know under you know on, on you know in the in the core thing and they're they're going to sabotage the mission and then they have to stop them and it, there was this whole like you know it was just it was just too big of an episode really but but um the uh uh, the the idea of the gold uh, was uh, was was primarily their you know their their introduction was that you know was an introduction of that that character in the storyline yeah okay. yeah do you think that Jonas's story is complete have you uh, did you generate any pitch ideas after Fallout do you think uh, well after Fallout I mean like I, I mean I, I you know I, I tossed around the idea of doing uh, uh, of, of pitching some some uh, some more possible storylines. Uh, Things you know, uh, other things got pretty busy for me at the time and everything. And uh, uh, but as far as you know, I mean, I, I would love to do you know more stuff with the, with them as a creative team. Uh, uh, as far as you know, what happened to the character Jonas? You know, after Fallout, you know what I mean? It's like mm-hmm. who knows? <laughs> I know that there was like I think there was an episode later on that season where they mentioned his planet mentioned, or something. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was, it was occupied by the Ori. Conquered by the Ori. Yeah, something yeah. like that. So it's like, I mean, you know, it, it, there, there's a, there's something interesting that you certainly could go back to, mm-hmm. even from an Atlantis stand, you know, point of view, because they at least established that they're, you know what I mean, that it's a planet that they knew some people on and now it's occupied or whatever. You know, who knows? But So there's certainly, it sounds like there's some storylines, you know, some possible storylines in there. And, uh, and now that I got this, you know, this crazy look, you know what I mean? You just find me like stranded on a Jonas deserted planet. Gone underground. Yeah, totally. <laughs> so, what other projects are you working on now that fans can look for you in? Um, I got a couple projects coming out. This uh, uh, I have a, a film called High Hopes coming out in the next couple of months. The Lionsgate with okay. me and David Faustino and Jay Muse. Uh, it's a comedy. Excellent. Uh, and then uh, later on in the year, um, uh, Ted Bundy will be coming out. Um, I play Ted Bundy. Wow. And, uh, that's gonna be that's gonna be pretty pretty cool. Yeah, yeah it'll be interesting. And uh, and then uh, outside of that, you know, I, I have a production company with David Faustino from uh, Married Children, and we have uh, a pilot that we shot uh, that, that we put together with a guy named Sam Cass, who's a writer producer from Arliss and Seinfeld, and some other stuff. Oh, cool. that. We've been shopping that. We're, this is we're waiting this week. Basically, we're gonna hear back from networks if we're you know if we're picked up. We pitched to about five five of the major networks. Great. We wish so, you all the best. Yeah. Thanks.